Welcome to the first Friends and Fiends podcast, everyone. I'm Claire, and with me today, I have Kyle, Zach, and Toby. What's good, fuckers? We <laughs> 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 can say that. Yeah, okay. Say that. What's up, everyone? I'm Zach. Um, we got a oh, bunch yeah, I'm, of... I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Toby. We didn't Kyle, know. why are you muted? Oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm laughing too hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> So we got um, the um, a couple weeks back. Claire posted um, a question sticker on her story about topics for a podcast, and we got a plethora Nothing. of them. Okay, well, you know what? They don't have to know that everyone put yes. <laughs> the majority of people, I would say, I would say like ninety percent of people swiped up when I said give me topics, and they just straight said yes, which made no fucking sense to me. But because we did get some good read. ones. Like, the yeah, conspiracy theories. fans are all fucking stupid. All of you are fucking stupid. <laughs> Every single one of you. All right. Anyways, let's let's get underway. Um, our first... Oh, shut up, man. Our first what? topic Excuse is... Um... Okay. Oh, up. All right, guys. Thanks for yourself. Our first topic is... Um... Hello! What? What are we signed for? Are you done? Okay. Done. We, wanted to, we wanted to start off with childhood stories. Um, so if any of you guys want to go first. Um. Okay, then I guess I'll just start. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a story about me on Easter. It's not that exciting. Um, pretty much my cousins came over and we used to climb trees or we'd climb on the roof of my garage. It was just a thing we did. So one day I climbed up a tree and suddenly the tree branch just snaps. And I don't remember what happened after that. I was just laying on the ground and there was a tree branch over me. And my cousins, Adam and Dunya, they were just standing there staring at me. And my brother was there too. Just the three of them were looking at me. I couldn't speak. Like I thought I was paralyzed because I couldn't move. And they were all just looking at me. Then I ended up having to crawl back into the house on my hands and knees um, until someone came out and helped me because they were so fucking useless. But yeah, that's my great childhood story. Damn. So you fucking monkey. Your cousins just saw this happening <laughs> and they're like, ah, right, cool. Nice. Yeah, pretty much. They just looked anyway, at time me. to go egg hunting. To be fair, anyone would be in this one. That's funny. Had <laughs> to crawl back into the house by yourself. No, yeah. um, usually when I tell childhood stories, I defect to the one about me breaking my arm twice. Um, the first time I was five years old and we go to the park, right? And there's these, um, there's these little barrels They're Um, they're rounded at the top, so you could just sit on them. And I was five, my sister was seven and I thought it was a great idea to push her off the barrel. <laughs> and so she falls over and is extremely angry. And so naturally her instinct is to get back on the barrel and push me over. And so on my way down, I was like, I, f- I fell um, backward. And so my head was going to be the first thing to hit. So I thought I would be really cool and be like, okay, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to get my hands, catch myself back handspring and land on my feet. And that'll show her. And then my arm snapped. <laughs> oh. Yeah. My left arm snapped. My, fi- my sister felt really bad like a week later. But up until then, she was like, well, you know what? That's what you get for pushing me off the barrel. And to this day, she still thinks that she was in the right. And I, 
don't exactly blame her. I pushed yeah. my brother down the stairs one time. Now he has a crooked pointer finger. So that's cool. That's <laughs> pretty relatable to your sister. Yeah, the second story was um my older brother. Um, we watched a lot of wrestling growing up, and so, you know, the number one warning from wrestling was that you shouldn't, you know, go home and emulate it. But um, <laughs> my brother who the, didn't though the yeah my brother the genius thirteen year old um decided to try and do a cool move on me the seven year old and he was gonna slam me under the ground he said i'm gonna catch you so it won't hurt i didn't trust him and so i stuck my left arm out snapped it in the same way that it did the first time and then he was like well that's rough and then my parents weren't even home so it was the babysitter and she told me not to cry or something and i was like my arm just snapped why am i not allowed to cry and so, yeah, that Your was... man. I know. Apparently, a seven-year-old man. <laughs> seven-year-old man. <laughs> man seven years old. They, they, they were, yeah, they were, she was yelling at me. I was seven, and I was crying because my arm had just snapped for the second time within a three-year span. <laughs> and she goes, stop crying. It'll make everything worse. And I went to the hospital. I had to get surgery for a second time. And, yeah, that was the second time I've broken my arm. And maybe you should have listened to WWE disclaimers. Uh, yeah, I don't really watch WWE. When I was, I I don't know. There, there's no excuse for when I was five that first time on the barrel. I don't, yeah, I don't know. There's no maybe you shouldn't have other than pushing her off. <laughs> Kyle Torrey, so, um, my childhood story. Well, this is the one I like. My go-to one is um, my quad biking accident in um, Turkey. So. Me, my family, and my sister's friends, like family, they go. We go to Turkey on holiday. It's fun. We decide one day to rent out quad bikes. So it's like what, like twenty, tw- not twenty quid, like two hundred pound for the day or some shit for a quad bike. So we're going along. Um, we stop off to get petrol. You guys call it gas because you're fucking retards. But um, <laughs> time for. Uh, what's it? So we go to this like abandoned like car park thing, and we go to the top. So it's like, like you're out on the air, you can drive around. So we're going around. Bear in mind, I'm like 14, 13 at the time. So I'm going down. So we're all going down this fucking car park thing. We're going around it as fast as we can and shit. And I fucking, I turn around to look. Because, like, someone, like, shouted or something. I fucking curb the whole quad bike, right? And it falls right on top of me, yeah? So, um, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, shit. What's just happened? The quad bike is laying there in, like, a million pieces. Like, it looks like a broken Lego set at this point. Shit. So, um... I get on the back of my dad's one. I'm, like, bleeding from my, like, knee. Yeah, but I'm a tough man, so I don't cry. I'm fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, we get back to the hotel. It's all fine. We have to get uh, like the hotel doctor or something in to like, like, what's it like, heal the wound or some shit. I don't know. But um, yeah, my sister told me like um, they had to like duct tape the whole fucking bike together to get it back to the people <laughs> to so get the deposit dirty. back. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> But yeah, that, that's that my story. Fixes everything. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. So, well, Kyle, what's your story? I'm sure Kyle has back a lot. When I was a a wee little lad, I 
thought it'd be a good idea to like get in a basket and then go to the top of my stairs and like they're wooden stairs going down to my basement so it's like cement floor i thought it'd be a, a good idea to you know hop in the basket and try and go down the stairs so i mean i don't remember this at all this is what my parents tell me but i guess i went flipping down the stairs but when i got to the bottom i wasn't crying i was screaming at the basket because they made me fall but i didn't I guess I didn't learn my lesson <laughs> there. Fuck you, basket. It's all your fault. <laughs> I, I guess I didn't learn my lesson there because I um, second put a pair. I th- it happened like three times, except the second oh time. First time put, charm, am I right? I put, well, no, because I put buckets on my feet, tried to walk down the stairs. What the fuck? Went, but didn't cry. Stair stunts are never third a good time, idea, though. Third time, I guess I put like moon shoes on, tried to go down. Same thing happened, but What's the I don't remember. Moon shoe? They're like shoes with like like springs underneath them or something. Oh, like you jump higher. I don't even know, but I guess I tried going down on that and it didn't work out. <laughs> and all three of these times, you just, times. You just bear down and like mm, that hurt, but it was the fucking basket's fault, huh? Yeah, I guess I got <laughs> up. Not and learn just the first time. <laughs> I yeah. guess I just got up and started. Yelling at the basket, and stuff. <laughs> not working out. The inanimate basket, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, switching topics. One of this was a big one, and um, we actually got really excited to discuss this. Um, we got conspiracy theories, a bunch of them. So we picked out like four of our four good conspiracy theories, and we are going to discuss our thoughts on them. So first, we uh, wanted to talk about covid and the majority thinks that it is real um i mean personally i think it's real but i did have someone dm me on instagram completely anonymous and was just trying to convince me hours on end telling me that covid is not real so i wanted to read a couple of those paragraphs because if i sat here and read all of them it would take me hours so let me start out when he reached out to me on september 26 2020 he dms me and says do you know that COVID-19 is fake? A series of things were used to make up the COVID scenario. The reason they had us on quarantine is because they were setting up a 5G, a military-grade <laughs> weapon everywhere, that will kill people for the second wave. Do not get the vaccine or a microchip. Bill Gates is evil. His patent for ID 2020 has 060606 in the number, the mark of the beast. They want a new world order to control the world and have the anti- Antichrist in power, just like the Bible says. I responded by saying, shut up. Then he goes, what girl you think I'm lying? And I said, you're capping out of your ass. He goes, how do you figure? Because the news told you a narrative and you demand and demand you go along with it. And I was kind of just messing around with him saying, you know, like he's lying. He goes, I did not make the virus. Girl, quit being silly. Plus, the virus doesn't exist. I mean, I'll get straight to it. Do you want the info? I'm going to send you um, things that people should be considering. The news the mid- the, and the media tell us one thing, but in reality, that is not what is going on. But I will let you decide for yourself. Sorry for the spam in advance. Number one, let's say it's real and it came about naturally. There are claims the virus came from a bat. Well, if they are implying Chinese people ate the bat and got the virus, you're going to tell me all these years that bats have been around and suddenly this virus pops up. How is it that cultures already eat exotic things all over the world and never seem to get sick? People eat scorpions, snakes, some insects, and other things. 
They've been doing this for thousands of years, but now they get sick. How did it originate in China, but then skip over countries in Eastern Asia and spread to Italy? South Korea, Japan, Mongolia, Vietnam, Russia, the United States, and a couple other countries in Asia are the top countries in the world that visit China. However, it skipped all those countries and went straight to Europe. Also, the technology we have now with the modern medicine, vaccines that are supposed to be helping us, sanitation precautions, hygiene improvement, soap, body wash, etc. And this seems to be the most time in the world's history we get sicknesses, illnesses, diseases, and viruses. Why aren't these questions asked? I always heard from the news that it was targeting Hispanics and Blacks. Okay, so it seems to have a pick-and-choose mind of its own now, too. One thing is about the virus is nobody is asking how people are recovering. There isn't any information on how to recover safely, and the news isn't gathering information on clusters of people and putting things together to tell us how to recover. Now, wouldn't that at least attempt to save some lives instead of waiting on this vaccine, which is poison anyways? Their only solution is a vaccine. You know what's funny is if they were to claim they recovered, that the recovered people got recovered from the vaccine, more in particular a flu vaccine, then they have a problem. The problem is that if the vaccine can cure this virus, then a new vaccine is not needed, and this is basically a flu. Then this whole thing is blown out of proportion, and I already know this is fake. Number two, if you want me to continue. Would you like me to continue? Uh, I think we have enough uh, um, yeah. information, if you can call it that. <laughs> Whoever you are out there, you're listening, you're a fucking idiot, but we keep going. <laughs> yeah, um, you know... I think I can kind of like entertain this idea and I can see where you're coming from, but I, I can't say that I agree with you in, um, remotely uh, mm. because my parents both work in, in the medical field. My mom's a nurse. My dad's a respiratory therapist. Um, and my brother is a CNA right now. So all three of them have seen it and they've all had it. Um, it's, it's real. I don't, I don't know if it's deadly. It, ha- it didn't, what do you call it? It hasn't harmed the three of them because they're at an age to where um, the survivability for them is pretty high, but I do know that it's hospitalized a lot of people. So I don't, I don't think that it's fake at all. I do believe that it's completely real, and I don't think that there's too many people who actually doubt that. I agree. I mean, this man started going on about like how it's just now happening and how this has never happened in the past. When we've actually seen stuff like this, like even the Black Plague. For some reason, it's like every twenty years. I think it was. Um, that there's some major virus outbreak. But my response to him was, number one, the argument was trash and there's something called evolution. I thought you were going to give me the facts that made sense when you started listing countries, but those questions have been asked, by the way, to your vaccine bullshit. Also, the Hispanics and Blacks may have different genes than us, so yeah, it may be true that they are targeted from the virus. People are recovering. I hope you're not serious. I personally know people who had it and they recovered. Mm-hmm. I hope you're not dead ass about you calling it the flu. They, this, since this was at, in September, I said that there was no virus that's um, known about. I said, what does, um, what does the sun have anything to do with corona? Because he starts rambling on about the, the sun. sun. Then he's <laughs> the big about- fucking thing in the sky. Right. Something about NWO. I was like, bro, get the fuck off. NWA? At first, everyone was out because no one believed it was serious. But as soon as people started dying, we realized how serious it really was. And then he started talking about Ebola. And I said, he said, um, like, Ebola disappeared. And I said, yes, uh, Ebola disappeared because they immediately closed borders and isolated the one guy who had it. So it never really spread the way that COVID yeah. since it was this big it really secret. Eradicated it. Hmm? 
they've really eradicated Ebola yeah. for the most part, yeah. at least here in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when the first guy that had Ebola came to the UK, they had the like, whole fucking like hazmat suit around him and he fucking yeah. like, went into like isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I think... It was about... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, my bad. Go ahead. No, you can go. <laughs> no, you can go. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, you go. Yeah, um... I think it's it's unnecessary to politicize this kind of thing and like turn it into a scheme because if it's if it just comes down to like because this is a virus so I don't I don't think it's targeting necessarily I don't I I feel like it's really stupid and unnecessary to make it as if that this is something that that this is like a weapon that they're using to to target people and eliminate them because the way that he makes it so politicized is a little bit silly in my opinion yeah i mean he starts talking about how the government is using a series of things to make people sick and that we're spraying chemicals and toxic metals in the air and that the flu shot um is given to people to set this off and all of the lies and manipulation and psychological warfare on people's minds using social media and you know news outlets um and then he starts talking about sahara dust which is more What's what? the, the fucking desert what's that got to do with covid what the fuck i have no idea and talks about false positive tests which yes might be true but that's like not even it's not even a huge factor it's mm-hmm. that's something that you can easily fix um yeah. and then he just starts giving me all these dates about um bacteriological army conducts of the city and it, it was just it wasn't making sense what? to me i was just like, bro, shut up. Like, shut up. Uh-huh. I don't think you're alone. This is waffling too much. much for any of us. Yeah. All right. Well, um, our next conspiracy is one that is pretty interesting. Um, Malaysia Flight 370. Yes. And the, the f- disappearance yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wikipedia article, if I don't get copyright claimed for that, just says it was a scheduled international passenger flight. That disappeared on March eighth, two thousand fourteen. Um, Thirty minutes after taking blah blah. blah. So yeah, it just disappeared. Um, I can go more in depth if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Cool. Um, so like you just said, the Malaysia Airlines Flight three seventy disappeared on March eighth, two thousand fourteen, after departing from Kuala Lumpur for Beijing, with two hundred and twenty seven passengers and twelve crew members on board. Malaysia's former Prime Minister Najib Razak stated that the aircraft's flight ended somewhere in the Indian Ocean, but no further explanation has been given. Conspiracy-focused internet sites claim that the official statement that the plane crashed into the Indian Ocean is a blatant cover-up. They note that a Boeing 777 does not have the structural integrity to survive crashing into the ocean, and that it would be comparable to hitting a concrete wall at terminal velocity. If Flight 370 hit the ocean, they say, it would have been broken into tens of thousands of pieces, many of which float on water, such as seat cushions, and would be seen washing up on regional shores or easily spotted by search teams. Those criticisms... Those criticisms... Criticisms. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. Keep going. Those criticisms diminished after several pieces of the aircraft were positively identified in the years after its disappearance. So yeah, they were like it completely <laughs> disappeared without a trace. 
but then it did. <laughs> so yeah, like, like stuff stuff came up. Yeah. So is this this isn't closed, right? There are still people who think about like because I don't I don't think this has been confirmed or debunked, has it? In I'm full, not- was the plane found or not? I don't think it was found. It's saying that pieces like. It said several pieces of marine debris confirmed to be from the aircraft um, um, washed ashore in 15 and 16. Failed to locate. Of, mm, go ahead. A lot of different, like, people were saying that there were different things happening, like electronic hijacking, spoofed satellite data, terrorist attacks. North Korea had something to do with it. Um, nice. And Always. Some guy yeah. <laughs> um, Or the crew... It was some kind of suicide mission. But for the hijacking, um, the article says that the possibility of a simple hijacking has been brought up by various news outlets, including ABC News and the Los Angeles Times. Speculation has mounted about the possibility that hijackers took the plane to a remote island, although no group has claimed responsibility. However, unofficial researchers have identified more than 600 possible runways at which the plane was capable of landing. No confirmation has been received from Malaysian officials. The credibility of several hijacking theories have become further marginalized following the discovery of the first definitive fragments of MH370 wreckage in July 2015. Yeah, it says here that they had like a big search for it um, in January of 17. They didn't, it said um, to find the aircraft just like as a whole, I'm guessing. They didn't find that. And then uh, um, a year later, they did it, and they didn't find it either. So I'm guessing, yeah, that's why it's so confusing, because they, they've only found bits and pieces, and you can't... Piece them together. Mm-hmm. I mean, even family members, that must have been hard. But yeah. they also talk about a terrorist attack, how it could have been a terrorist attack, saying that... Shortly after the aircraft disappeared, it was claimed that it may have been an act of terrorism, possibly a jihadist attack. I don't know how to pronounce that. Between Jihadist. Sure. Between uh, March 9th and 14th of 2014, um, the media tweeted that Flight 370's disappearance confirms that turning into the trouble for China, and he later suggested the flight might have been hidden in northern Pakistan. Like bin Laden... These remarks have not been confirmed and were characterized as conspiracy theories by Shiv Malik in The Guardian. In the following month, the Russian newspaper endorsed a similar theory, claiming that unknown terrorists had hijacked the plane, flown it to Afghanistan, and then held the crew and passengers hostage. Damn. I thought that was interesting. But all scenarios kind of end up really sad, so... Yeah, either way, people die, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll yeah, go like missing, at least. We don't know if they're dead. gone. Basically, without yeah, a trace, yeah. It's very weird for airplanes to disappear, because they've got I a black know. box as well, like... But this kind of reminded me of, um, what is it called? The Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Um, yeah, what do you call it? Yeah, I've... Last year, in 2019, during spring break, and... I mean, people were joking around about it and they were like, oh my gosh, like Bermuda Triangle, we're going to be through there. And we did. And it was really interesting because of all these like crazy disappearances that happened and just weird things occur. So I was taking a cruise and we were on our way to Bermuda going through the Bermuda Triangle. 
and we were getting close and then suddenly this lady has a heart attack so we ended up having to turn back so the lady could get medical care and then we were able to go but i just thought it was like such a crazy coincidence that that had happened like yeah yeah in the bermuda triangle as well it's very weird that <laughs> a lot of things just go fucking missing mm-hmm. yeah it's like weird. very personal like conspiracy yeah of a dodgy areas to be fair yeah we move on or we gonna, <laughs> you guys want yeah to we can move on to the next, right. next um oh cool this one um the theory that the matrix from like 1997 or whatever was um was right and that we do live in a computer simulation in the in the future which is nuts to think about um yeah let's see here the proposal that all of reality, including the Earth and the rest of the universe, could in fact be an artificial simulation. So yeah, basically people believe that the Matrix movie was real. Yeah, didn't mm-hmm. um, like um, Elon Musk say something about like we could be, like there's a high possibility we could be in a simulation or something? Let's see here. Like, uh, thing. Yeah, Elon Musk says we're all probably trapped in a Matrix-like pseudo-existence. So we're all playing The Sims in the <laughs> Yeah. That would be nuts. I was just about to mention that because I was just looking at different things that The Simpsons predicted. And in Season 9, Episode 3, they talked about an Ebola outbreak. Some people maintain that The Simpsons predicted the 2014 outbreak of Ebola 17 years before it happened. In a scene from the episode, uh, Lisa Sachs, Marge suggested... A sick Bart read a book titled Curious George and the Ebola Virus. The virus wasn't particularly widespread in the 1990s, but years later it was the top of the news agenda. It was discovered first in 1976, and though the latest outbreak has been the worst yet, it killed 254 people in the Democratic Republic of Congo in 1995 and 224 in Uganda in 2000. I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, Yeah. there's a huge thing going around about... um... The Simpsons and all time travel and predicting the future and all that. Yeah, it's crazy. The Simpsons they predict mm-hmm. like everything. Yeah, I'm um, running back to the Matrix thing. Um, it says that there is a simulation argument. It says a trilemma. Tri, tri, I can't read trilemma. <clears throat> um, one of three of these um, ideas is true. The fraction of human level sim- civilizations that reach a post-human stage. That is, one capable of running high-fidelity ancestor simulations is very close to zero. Uh, I don't know what that means. The fraction of post-human civilizations that are interested in running simulations of their evolutionary history is also very close to zero. Or the fraction of all people with our kind of experience are living in simulation is very close to one. So apparently one of those three has to be true. But what does that mean? I'm not that smart, apparently, because... (laughs) Hold on. Simulation. Argument. Yeah, hold on. Holy shit. All right, someone talk, because I need to do my research. (laughs) Oh, here we go. So it says that one of these three are true. Um... Basically, the human species is very likely to go extinct before reaching a post-human stage, quote-unquote. Um, or any post-human civilization is extremely unlikely to run a significant amount of sil- simulations of their evolutionary history. Oh, okay. Or that third one, we're living in a simulation. 
Okay. I mean, sometimes I do believe we live in a simulation. Uh, even huge celebrities or you know, known people like Elon Musk, he even thinks that. I read an article about that a few months ago. Yeah. Because me and my brother were talking about it. And we talked about this for like two hours straight, talking about how we believe we might be living in a simulation. And sometimes I feel like if I were to talk about that with anyone else, they would just think I'm straight crazy. But um, a lot of people that I've talked to that have done... Um, the drug acid have always said oh we're, we're living in a simulation you know we're not living in an actual world and the drug is, a, is an actual outlet into the real world and that and i mean i've heard people say that so many times that drugs are um some kind of outlet into what it really is and i don't have personal experience with acid people have told me that they see things um before they even happen i knew this one guy and he told me he was seeing these things from it was just some weird demon like as if he was he entering hell and then he ended up seeing that same character in a cartoon that he had never seen before weeks later and it just freaked the hell out of him that's fucking crazy yeah, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. so it's like i don't know sometimes i feel like we're just programmed to think these things and even this yeah. conversation right here is being programmed yeah exactly who speak out about it might end up being killed because you know yeah, silenced or whatever yeah. for whatever reason yeah like censored or some shit mm -hmm. and, and these have these <laughs> conspiracy theories especially like this one it's lived on for so long for a reason like it's not because it's it's the possibility has been completely ruled out it's still a question that mm -hmm. is a very much possible thing yeah i mean even my brother mentioned that he thinks we might be controlled by some type of supercomputer and some guys just sitting behind this huge screen just laughing at all of us. <laughs> <laughs> like, Look at one of you paying $5 for Claire's basement. Ah, <laughs> oh, you're fucked. Society runs in such a specific way. Like, everyone yeah. is expected to do the same thing. Mm. You no. Know? We wake up in the morning, we go to school, we do what we have to do, and we think of always, what are we doing tomorrow? Like, what's happening tomorrow that's going to end up with my future, that's going to, Exactly, know, like, um, what am I doing today that'll help uh, help me tomorrow? Yeah. Right, and then yeah. at the end of the day, we're all dying. So we're all doing everything for nothing, but, mm -hmm. you know, just make the most out of it, I guess. Yeah, and I was, I was talking with Toby about this the other day, actually. Um, we discussed some sort of afterlife and if it exists or not. Yeah, so says, that was good. He doesn't believe one exists, but he would like to think one does. Uh, I still don't know exactly what I believe. I'm kind of on the fence of, over a few different things. But yeah, I would love to believe that an afterlife exists um, based on maybe works, but um, obviously a big thing in Christianity is that it's not works-based. Yeah, because like, if you think about it, like after you die, like what what is there? Yeah. realistically like because... if you think about it the thought of like just nothingness forever is a bit like weird in mm -hmm. a way yeah I, I would say it's a little bit scary because yeah it's such a limited time here and like um especially people who die young and that that scares me a lot because it's like yeah. oh they were like 20 and that that was it they had 20 years here maybe a couple of them were good but now it's over like, if you yeah. think about it, that's not even a lot of time, 20 years, considering, like, mm. the average human life expectancy is, like, what, yeah. 
80 maybe yeah, maybe 70 more something, something. that's fucking crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> okay well moving on we have the mandela effect this this is big i like yes. the mandela effect i like thinking mandela about effect is nice mm-hmm. i like thinking about this a lot um if for some reason you don't know what the mandela effect is it's the um sensation that when a bunch of people believe that one thing happened um and it never did because um or it started yeah right. or they remember remember it differently from the way it happened um it started from what do you call it the idea that um a bunch of people thought that um Nelson Mandela, Mandela died, died in, prison. in prison in the 80s but um he died in 2013 so obviously he didn't die in the 80s and so a bunch of people yeah there was um this one lady fiona broom says that she talked about like remembering how that he died and like seeing a bunch of stuff about him dying and then a bunch of other people were like yeah i I remember this too he didn't he died back then and so there was so many people who who remembered like specific details and they were all they all matched up with hers and then this event never even happened. Yeah, what's it? Um, I'm reading here. Like it says, confabulation, which is like some doctors yeah, believe that, that. Effect is a form of confabulation. A common analogy for confabulation is honest lying, which is a person creates a false memory without intending to lie or deceive others. Instead, they're attempting to fill in gaps in their own memory. Which is a oh. bit like weird to think about. You're basically a psychopath. Pretty much. Nice. Yeah. I'm. I. I. I don't know if it, I had some crazy realistic dream or something, but it was this dream that I had on. I think it was an amusement park or a water park, and I could have sworn I went there. And when I brought it up to my mom and my brother, they were like, "Claire, that never." happen like that just did not happen i was like are you sure like are you sure we didn't go so like a hundred percent set on the fact that we had gone to whichever place i don't remember where it was because i was a lot younger but i was just so sure that we had gone and then it ended up like never even being true and it was just so weird to me yeah it i don't i don't know where that comes from and you know your mind just creates memories that never happened yeah. Um, especially, it gets it gets confusing when you throw dreams in there because dreams feel yeah. so realistic yeah. that it's it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See. Kind of like regulations. Oh, sorry. Um, this yeah. kind of whole simulation thing because conspiracy theorists believe that this might be proof of an alternate universe. Um, oh yeah. Uh, many doctors. Oh, yeah. An illustration of how imperfect memory can be sometimes. That's kind of how I see it. Is like. You know, maybe our brains are just tricking us, but mm-hmm. there's, of course, the conspiracy theorists that are like, oh, well, maybe this did happen, but in the alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have a bunch of examples of those. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not as, half of them aren't as major as what he called it, as, um, you know, the death of Nelson Mandela, but they got stuff like, um, Luke, I am your father. That was never the line. It was supposed to be, no, I am your yeah. father. Oh yeah, and, um, yeah. Apparently, Oscar Mayer is spelled with and A. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that that that's that bad. There was. Um, it was about Berenstein Bears. Do you guys know what that is? I do. Yeah. No. I don't yeah. Know. Okay. American thing. Do you know how to spell it? <laughs> Searching it up. How would? How do you spell it? Ber- yeah. Ber- Berenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Ber- 
Yeah. I do. Yeah. I remember it with an E versus an A, which is right. But it's actually it's actually it with an A, a yeah. though. Which, and I, an e, which is crazy. E I N at the end. Yeah, that's that, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. But, that's but what it's a lot an of people. It's an A. Yeah, it's an A. Yeah. No fucking way it's an A. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that it was an E and it's like we all swear letters exactly exactly like everyone everyone that's what I'm saying everyone remembers it being an E and Mm -hmm. like I thought I thought for some reason I was like you know what what if they took this and they just made it an online thing and it was like maybe they just erased everything with an E but then I remember I have like a bunch of the DVDs it's an A it's been an A the entire time yeah I could have sworn that is fucked I know yeah it's crazy (laughs) yeah so they said um, possible explanations include alternate realities and false memories man this is nuts and then the what do you call it the internet is a big thing about it because you know the internet is really powerful and that's how you spread information and so when you spread misinformation, it gets a lot of people going, and that, and mm-hmm. they fill in mm. gaps with confabulation and stuff like that. There was another major conspiracy. I actually just watched the documentary on um, Netflix. It's really good. It's called the Cecil Hotel. You might have seen like an ad. Oh, for I watched it. the first episode and got bored of that. No, it's <laughs> it starts off really boring, but it's basically about this girl, and she has bipolar disorder. Um, she's on her medication. But slowly stops taking it. She's a really sweet girl. Never really like tries to really hurt anyone. But she ends up going to downtown LA and um, stays across the street from Skid Row, which is apparently like the poorest street in um, California. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's what they said. And um, basically, this girl disappears. No one can find her. No one's heard from her in like three or four days. Everyone gets confused. She was staying with friends, but then. She was acting really weird and they ended up moving her into a different room. And the hotel was known for a bunch of weird stuff like murderers and rapists. And um, who was it? The guy, the night, the night stalker. He's an, it's another big um, like murder thing. He was a, a crazy, uh, what is it called? Serial killer. And so everyone thought maybe the hotel has something to do with it. It's crazy. This video comes out. They, they, this footage of her um and she's in an elevator she's pushing all these oh, I've seen that. yeah yeah it was really popular oh, that's fun. pushing like a bunch of random buttons um but then they can tell from the video that she's on the fifth floor because that button won't light up she's stepping outside the elevator she's talking to someone but no one is there in the video like no one is there to be seen she's making all these weird things like weird motions with her hands and they just can't seem to figure out like what's going on. They end up finding her or the, um, uh, what is it called? Not a janitor. Yes. Janitor. They find her in the water tank on the roof of the hotel. And they were so confused because they were like, how did she get in there? And she was found naked as well. So they assumed she might've been dragged up there, sexually assaulted and then placed in the water tank. Turns out, she the the whole entire time she was having a um a bipolar episode and the reason she was making all those weird motions with her hands and acting that weird in the elevator was because of her episode and her sister came out later and said that um when she had her episodes she would see people that weren't really there and she would get really afraid and she would feel the need to hide from them 
So I guess throughout her episode, she thought maybe up, like at the roof of the building would be a safe place to hide. So she ended up going up there on her own, climbing through the fire escape, and then she jumped into the water tank. And because the water is so naturally cold, with hypothermia, you start to take all your clothes off. It's just a body instinct, and that's why she was found naked. And um, since the water lid was open, they assumed no one had tried to hide her there, and that it turns out to be an accidental drowning when she ended her episode and realized what was really going on, and then she ended up not being able to get out. So I thought that was a really cool story, but really sad, of course. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, there were so many conspiracies that came out because someone that had stayed at the hotel was um, had written a song a year before. He was another guy who stayed at that same hotel talking about girls and drowning them and killing them. And so everyone thought he had murdered her. When in reality, he wasn't even in the country when it happened. So it didn't make sense. Mm. Uh, another movie that was really similar to what had happened, that the gr- little girl ended up dying at a hotel or wherever she was or at a house and they found her in the water tank so they thought maybe someone was trying to um you know resemble that movie and like reenact it with her but yeah yeah i've just seen the the video that you were Mm -hmm. talking about and like the lift goes fucking crazy yeah it's really scary to see the lift yeah, the lift like opens and closes like four or five times. She pressed in like all these buttons and shit. Like she's skiing. <laughs> yes, yeah, she's skiing. Who calls she's it? Who calls it a lift? A lift. <laughs> not a lift. A lift. But... <laughs> oh, it's a it's a British thing, right? Isn't it? It's a British <laughs> thing. <laughs> you know what, dude? We could do a whole ass hour podcast. Just making fun of you for being British, dude. We <laughs> totally could. We're better than Yola, anyway. All right, guys. Um, prepare for episode two. We're gonna do an hour long of um British slander. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we've gotten. We have um knocked out all of our conspiracy, conspiracy theories. We're cutting in and out again. Yeah, Claire, you're turning exactly, into a fucking exactly retard what we again. Have, we hoped wouldn't happen. We said, we said to her, get on your computer, use your headset pod- and your mic stand. The podcast thing. And she was like, oh, the episode, it doesn't work. The episode is nearly over. We got through almost 50 minutes of Claire with normal audio into the last, like, minute and a half or so. Now she starts chopping in and out. That, this is and now she starts being an idiot <laughs> and doesn't listen to us when we, we were right. Huh? Am I still you, cutting it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go kill myself. You know what? Hey, Get good. Do that. <laughs> you know what, listeners? If you are feeling suicidal, feel free to reach don't out. Don't kill to yourself. Us. Exactly. Feel don't free do- to reach out to any of us. Yeah. Um, because Claire is insensitive and likes to joke about that kind of thing. Not okay. You know what? what <laughs> Every, one point five million people she fucking hates. Six. Oh my god, cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's gonna be it's gonna be hard to edit it out because we we there's not like an there's not gonna be a good cut in between. How am I gonna transition? We have to. We I'm can't. gonna get No one's gonna cancel you, okay? No Especially gonna, yeah, no no that. guys can't do cancel her. <laughs> Actually yeah. cancel her. You you simps need to step it up with your weird stuff like Honestly, I'm not, it's so I, boring I and dry. Like, to be fair, are you gonna expect like are you gonna expect like pokey oh, level shit from a girl? Hey, shut up, dude. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna expect like pokey level shit 
for a girl who has like a million on TikTok, that's it. Not that a million is a fucking Nazi, not, not that a million is super easy to get, but like I feel like TikTok is easily the least respected platform to get big on. Yeah. That's why everyone hates like Charlie and Dixie and all them. Because they're, they're, well, they're like, just oh, like... have no talent. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're like people who get big on TikTok have little talent. Obviously, you have Claire as an example of that. Yeah, there's no talent to be found in exactly. anywhere. Yeah, and so um, I can't say, I can't like expect that they step up their game that much, but you guys do have to step up your game. Okay. If you're listening to this last part, send Claire something really weird. For no, our sake. yeah, no, no, send her, really <laughs> weird send her stuff. something like really weird, um, like borderline could go to prison, with... yeah, but like, <laughs> like that would be funny, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, you know no, what? no, it would be funny, yeah, it's because yeah. you're the victim in this situation, it's not wow. funny to you, we're not supposed to laugh at victimizing her. No, no, guys, no, don't you know victimize people unless it's I would, Claire. That's I would fine. say we'd get cancelled, but like, who the hell knows? I don't who, give a shit. He's going to cancel me. Exactly. <laughs> are you, all of Toby's British friends are going to listen to this podcast. Wait, was Tyler supposed to come? No. No, not, not to not this one. She That's probably wouldn't come. show anyway. We'll try, we'll try and get her um, on tomorrow's, though. Or not tomorrow's, on the second episode, though. So, mm-hmm. it, I wish that was a later date, though. It seems we have. What? I'll talk to her. Oh, good, good. It seems that we have reached the end of our podcast. Um, it has been edifying and educational, and then Claire talked. Um, yeah, it was good. In, it was good until she spoke. <laughs> honestly, to be fair, she did do the intro, so yeah, it was bad from the get go. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank you, right. everyone, so much Thanks, for everyone for listening. Um, we will. See you guys in that. What we won't see you. You guys will hear our you lovely hear voices um, in the next episode. Have a have a good yeah. day. Remember, Clyde's fucking all of you. Yeah. And there's something weird. And tell someone that you love that you guys live in a simulation. Okay. Also, it was an E in the Berenstain Bears. Okay, and I'm not. I'm yeah. sticking. Mandela also lives as well. Don't don't forget. Yeah. All right. Mandela first. So, there's no good way to outro this, so... So, yeah, fuck all of you. Bye, <laughs> everybody.